All right, and we're back. This is the final episode of 2020. It's in the books. What a fucking shitty year. Oh, yeah. Fucking shitty. Shitty is putting it lightly. So, but we put together a podcast. We've literally branded a podcast. We have a social media presence, light, but we have one. We've put together 24 episodes, 24 fucking episodes out. And we got four followers. We may have four followers, (laughs) but we're going. That's more than one. Hey, look, we we don't have to pay your your friends to follow you anymore. (laughs) That's true. We don't have to pay my friends to follow us. Well, (laughs) all all five friends. So for this podcast, it's been great. We've been able to dedicate the time. We've put it together. I'm happy with what we've done. Would have I liked it to explode and us have thousands of followers in the first year? Yes, of course. Yes, but Rome wasn't built overnight, right? Isn't that the saying? Yes. Was it? Well, Rome wasn't built in a day. I don't know, overnight. Oh, whatever. Overnight, a Um, day. But still love the energy. I love what we're doing. And we are going to be back for 2021. This is our final wrap up. So this is our 2020 is in the books. So by the time everyone listened to this, we would have already had Christmas. Hanukkah's concluded. You're going into probably right around New Year's Day-ish. This will drop. Bring it in the new year. Bring it in the new year. So before we get to New Year's Eve plans and New Year's Day plans, Sal, do you want to give us a recap on how your fantasy football? Oh, dude, I fucking slaughtered fantasy football. All the shitty players I picked up paid off. (laughs) Fucking in the tank this season. Actually, I shouldn't say. I'm in ninth, I think, ninth place, right? You ended in ninth. It's okay. I had third. Yeah, I had third during the regular season, and I was one and done in the playoffs. So, you but know, I think I think I'm set up for next year. Yeah, maybe. I'm not. I I traded you a draft pick and someone else a draft pick. It's great. Hey, whatever. It's 2020, right? It's 2020. <laughs> it's to be expected. So, what is the best thing that came out of 2020 for you? COVID nineteen. <laughs> That's the worst. What's the best? <laughs> oh no, no. Well. Uh, let me let, let me explain. So the, the best thing was COVID-19 and the worst thing was COVID-19. So I want to say the best thing COVID-19 is because the amount of time I got to spend with my family, uh, time that if COVID-19 didn't happen, I would have never, ever spent. I mean, I was with them from morning to night. Dude, you completely stole oh, my thunder. Oh, shit. But hold on. Besides, besides, look, besides the COVID-19 and spending the time with, with the family, the podcast, we, we started a podcast. I am I am thrilled that uh, you asked me to, to to help restart this, and and two best things: COVID nineteen and the podcast. That's awesome. Family time, family time. That you know, shit. I, if it, if if the pandemic didn't happen, there was no way I would have spent morning till night with my kids or my my wife. Some some people were able to do it, and and, and they come out you know like champions from it they, they know more about their partner that they didn't know before they know more about their kids that they didn't know before my kids developed a, a strong bond and they continue to our schools aren't back in so we're not out and about it does you know, sound like they're going to go back though from everything i've heard it sounds like they're going back january 4th i want to see it i don't believe it i know i know sorry you i'm i'm very uh I, I, I don't believe it. So believe it. for me, I think the best thing that happened was definitely the family time. So I mean by that is, yeah, I think I spent more time 
with the family just because of the difference in, in our occupations. I can work remote. I've been able to work remote pretty much my whole career. This just extrapolated it because of the need. Do I love it? I love it on a, on a once a week basis, maybe twice a week. What, being with the family or going to work? No, going to work <laughs> remotely. It's it's tough, man, Being not being in the office. You, you have to, uh, there, there's pros and cons, right, for that. And, and just like you said, I think the best and worst thing is COVID-19. The amount of time I've spent with my family uh, this year, I don't think I would have gotten that amount of time over the next 10 years. I really don't. And for our kids, I feel it's like the perfect age because yep, in a absolutely. couple more years, they would be teenagers and really wouldn't want to spend any time with us. And a couple of years before, they would be too young to really appreciate the amount of time they're spending with mom and dad. I don't know about you, but there's times where we get on each other's nerves and it, they're short tempers. And It's normal, man. It's yeah. normal. If, if, if people don't argue or get into arguments, me, my personal opinion, I don't think that's normal. You have to argue. So let I'm me ask saying. you a question. Did your parents argue when you were young, when you were growing up? Uh, yeah. I mean, not, not a tremendous amount, but they, they had their, their arguments. It yeah, wasn't, it, it wasn't fisticuffs. It was, no, I don't, I don't expect fisticuffs. I was more of, did they have disagreements or did everything seem like rosy and perfect? Oh, they had their disagreements. They yeah, had their see, in my house, it was more, there really weren't a lot of disagreements. My mom took care of the house. My dad went to work and that was it. But they're divorced. I mean, my parents aren't. So that's, that's why I'm asking the question, right? Is, is that to your point, is that healthy? And does that bring out any animosity is having those, you know, attacking those issues up front and making sure that nothing's wrong and you get everything on the table and it's done. It's done there and doesn't drag on. Well, depends on who it is. Sometimes it drags. Sometimes. For weeks. Sometimes years. I've heard about those weeks battles. <laughs> so so now that now you, you went over what what was the best thing? Well, COVID nineteen was the best thing for twenty twenty. Any 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 other best things in twenty twenty for you? Uh, obviously the podcast. I think the podcast has been tremendous. Um, and the other thing is meeting the people we've been able to meet. So meeting Joe, uh, meeting your financial advisor, Rich, I, I think those were pretty good things. I think um, a couple other things that, that 2020 has introduced uh, for me personally is relaunching the podcast. So I started this podcast two or three years ago and it failed. And we are now five times the amount of five times or almost six times the amount of published episodes. episodes we had. And we have a website going, we have the podcast going, we have the social media accounts going. So I think, you know, from where it was to where it is now, incredible. Again, what the fuck are you doing? There's this fucking thing hanging on the wall. Uh, Sal's doing something. So we're, where's I'm, I'm in a secure bunker. He's in a secure bunker. We're zooming. And all of a sudden his hands go up and he starts squeezing the air. And I'm like, is that a signal that I should do something? <laughs> no, there's something on the wall. <laughs> oh my God. That's too funny. Oh. So I have a part-time editor who's kind of helping me out and giving me advice. But recently I found out that a, a woman I went to high school with a friend of mine actually ha is published. And actually tonight she sent me an editor who 
she she highly recommended that I get wow. and could fantastic could help. Congratulations. So, yeah. Well, congratulations. She's probably going to charge me a couple thousand dollars. So uh, the only problem with the editor I have now is it's kind of, you know, whenever she gets to it. So I, I'm not paying her anything. So, that, so you can understand. Yeah, that's <laughs> I understand that, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, if I could pay somebody a couple thousand dollars or whatever it would be and they edit my book because I definitely need an editor, it'd be great. But still, again, it's another great thing that, that's come out of 2020. And I think the for worse things for me, I think, honestly, it'd probably be the dealing with your job when it's really not, it's not a 100% in-person job, but just dealing with some of the adversities that come up with it. So your personnel loses people, you know, the depression that goes along with COVID and being at home 100% of the time, the dealing with uh, virtually teaching your kids and trying to maintain a job. All these things are real. And all these things as a manager of people, you have to think about and you have to deal with and you have to caveat and be supportive of your personnel while being supportive of yourself and making to sh- sure to carry on the business that you're you're responsible for. So there's so many things that are going on that I think when you talk about business and you talk about you know your jobs, you think about, hey, I got to deliver this, this, and this. It doesn't matter what you have outside of, of the workplace. Like this is what we have to deliver. When you start working from home hundred percent of the time, there's no off switch. And I think that's what I hate about 2020. I get up in the morning. I start work at seven, between seven and eight. I, I won't say I start at seven cause I get the kids ready, but I'm checking the email. Uh, I sit down on my desk at eight, typically seven 30. And then I work until probably around six, I would say around six. Um, but I go downstairs, I eat dinner with the kids. I put the kids to bed. So from like six to eight is really like a no cell phone. Try not to answer any calls. And then at eight, I'll, I'll check again and make sure everything's good and, and do any catch up on any work that I missed. But there's no off switch. There's no. Yeah, that, that, yeah that's crazy. I, I agree 100%. That, that there's, there's definitely no off switch. I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but six to eight, that's the time spent with your kids and your family. So like I've said before, I have that reminder in my phone at 630 goes off, be the best dad. And that's something I picked up, I'm sure, from a Pat Flynn. And I forget who was on Pat Flynn when when I listened to it, but it was, hey, you have to be a dad. You have to dedicate your time because being a dad is just not being a sperm donor. That's that's not what being a dad is. I guess over the weekend, we went sledding two days in a row for like three hours a day, standing on the cold. I'll tell you, I'm not going sledding down those little mountains. <laughs> but it's funny because I went down once. I thought I was going to crush my kid because we were on the same sled. But you can, you could go sledding if you wanted to, but you're sitting there talking with the parents, watching the kids. I don't remember my parents coming and watching me go sledding. I remember us walking to the hill and doing it. Yep. Yep. Kind of crazy. The difference in, you know, time introduces is there's a lot more handholding now. At least I believe so. I mean, when I, when I was growing up, my father went to work, he provided, my mother stayed home and took care of the house. So those were the two priorities. My father working, my mom taking care of the house, food on the table, house clean, kids have clothes. And us going out to play, there was no play dates. You call your friend on the landline, yo, what are you doing? Let's let's go hang out. Or you don't even call, you just ride your bike to the house and knock on the door and say, hey, let's go, let's go do something stupid. You know? Great. So it's, same thing with us. Yeah, it's it, it, it's different now. There was no, you know, there was no line of parents when you're sledding watching the kids. Yeah, I, I, I mean, was, I was there same hill you were at before we left. There's probably a dozen parents 
just hanging out BSing, watching the kids go down into the hill. That's crazy. Like so, a huge difference. What else did you do? So in 2020, the other the other big thing I think I did is started rereading books because I wasn't commuting, so there was no Audible really for me to to listen to. Um, so I started investing in myself. So like I've said previously, is I have that reminder at 6 30. I also have a reminder at 5 a.m. Uh, to be the, I think it's 5 a.m., 5 a.m. or 5.30. I forget the exact time, but I have one in the morning to be the best writer and I have one in the evening to do self-improvement. So around eight o'clock, I do between eight and nine. And I, I do this so I don't just go from my office, eat dinner, put the kids to bed, go watch TV. I want to do something to improve my skills. So if, if it's technical or managerial or executive, I do something, I read a book, um, I'm currently reading. So after talking to Rich, I started um, dedicating more time to one book, How to Make Friends During the Digital Age by Dale Carnegie. Make Friends and Influence People, I think is what it's called. So I, I focus more on that and I'm almost done with that book. So just focusing in on self-improvement and dedicating that time. So that's kind of what what I've done. Is there anything else like your best Netflix show or your your favorite Disney plus show, anything that, that really resonated with you in 2020. Wait, you're not, you're not going to tell an, an, anybody or everybody about the, the last, uh, best thing of 2020 for you. What's that? Your scrotum ring. <laughs> your piercing. I thought you were going to say about my elf duties. <laughs> There's no scrotum ring, but there was it's called, it's called a Hafada. Yeah. Is that what, is that what you were looking up? Yeah. <laughs> so wait, well, I, you asked me what else is good for my 2020 or, or shitty for my 2020? Good. I would say, so there's everyone I've talked to is like, oh, I'm at the end of Netflix or I'm at the end of the internet. Listen, there's no end of the internet. No. I, me and my, one of my it's friends getting, used to joke about better. it, but I feel like Netflix has put out a ton of, ton of good product. So as Hulu, so as some of the other, me and you signed up for that three-year package for Disney Plus. Mandalorian came out. So is there something you and the missus or you and the kids or you and the family really took a, a strong liking to? Like that was like the big thing you guys liked or, you know, what did you like specifically as a dad? We cut the cord. And uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, we're, Rob's putting a blog post together for, uh, to how to successfully cut the cord step by step. Uh, I cut the cord. I went from close to $200 a month down to $62 a month. We stream everything. Like Rob mentioned, we jumped on the Disney Plus streaming package when they first came out. You buy two years, you get one year free. So it came out to like, I don't know, under three bucks a month for Disney Plus for three years. So my wife and I, we decided to cut the cord because we never really watched TV. All we did was watch the news. And it, I couldn't justify paying almost 200 bucks a month. You got the, the DVR, the, the, the box where they bang you for each month. We, I don't record shit. If I want to watch it, I'll, I'll, I'll stream it. So my wife and I got into The Queen's Gambit, which is yeah. a Netflix show, I think. Yeah, it's Netflix. And most recently, The Mandalorian. Nice. We, we started binge watching The Mandalorian before we left. It was, um, I tried watching it once before and I couldn't get into it. Uh, but, but I was like, you know what? Let me give it a second shot. Let me see. Let me see what, uh, 
if I can get into it. And, and my wife started watching it with me, and it's it's awesome. I like it. My kids started watching it. They're like, Dad, what's this? Who's the guy? You sit down and watch. Yeah, the uh, my kids, I like The Mandalorian. My kids, on and off again, they, you know, the, some episodes they enjoyed, some episodes they didn't. I'm trying to think of what would be my favorite thing of 2020 that I watched because I watched a ton of stuff because <laughs> it just took that way. I think I binge watched Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yellowstone and Queen of the South, I think, or that I binge watched. Yellowstone you, is on AMC, if I'm not mistaken, with Kevin Costner. He owns a ranch um, in Montana, somewhere around there, somewhere, somewhere out there. And definitely, if you listen, if you grew up when we grew up, our dads were always watching westerns. This is almost like that. This is a, a western to an extent. Oh, so okay. Definitely worth a, a watch. And then Queen of the South is, I think, on WB, if I'm not mistaken, but a pretty good um, story where this woman comes from like almost a, a girlfriend of a drug runner and becomes like the queen pin of, of the drug runners. It's interesting. It's something to watch. I, the other thing that I liked, which was on uh, recently, and you probably got it too, Apple TV for free. So I think if, yep. if you got Apple TV for free and you want some dumb humor, uh, Mythic Quest is pretty stupid dumb and nice relaxing at, at the end of the day <laughs> I, i'm watching uh and i just started earlier i turned on ted lasso and i'm curious if that's going to be any good but we'll see uh, but yeah i think there's a couple of good ones out there i think the oh you know what else i watched in 2020 uh the last dance which was the michael jordan series so if you're into sports and you grew up you know I, listen i didn't watch it for a long time because i'm a knicks fan i grew up a knicks fan during the 90s and late 80s, the Bulls just destroyed us. It was so embarrassing and so hard to watch. Every every Eastern Conference, every Eastern playoff series, we got blown out by, by the Bulls pretty much, or we didn't make it even to the Bulls. But definitely if you're a sports guy, that's, that's the one you need to watch. Um, I think from a 2020 perspective, I can't wait to put this one in the books and move on. I think the kids need to get back to fucking school full time. I'm lucky enough. My younger guy's in school full time. The elder guy, I think he needs to be back full time, and I and I really hope they go to a full day. Uh, I don't know what I know. It differs almost by town in our state. I don't know what other states are doing. I know I heard California's closing down at some point. I who the hell knows what's going on throughout this country? Yeah, we, we got every state's we, different. We got to get 2020 over with, but nothing's going to change unless they so, get a hold of this whole COVID. Yeah, are you? I think we talked about this in the in the prior episode, the the one we recorded before this. But are you going to take the vaccine when it comes out and is available? Fuck no, no fucking way. Ain't taking that fucking snake oil. No, <laughs> That's thank fine. you. That's what I thought. All right. Look, I think I mentioned it the last episode. My my cousin, I was talking to my cousin about it, and and he brought up a good point. He goes, since it was a manufactured virus. Um, supposedly we know how to, to, to fucking fix it. I, I don't know. Man. It's just people call you foolish for not wanting to take it or, or are they going to start mandating that people, people uh, take it? 
that the one guy that was running for president, Andrew Yang, he wants people to have a downloadable barcode to, to verify that, that you got the, the fucking vaccine. But he's also the one who wanted to give everyone like a hundred grand to invest and live off of or something, right? A thousand, yeah, $1,000 a month the, the government should give everybody. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. No one's going to go to work then. No. Sign well, me up. I, I, no, but I honestly, I think... I understand what, so I read that and I wasn't following their, their candidates, the Democrat, I think Democrat, right? He was a democratic event yeah. candidate. I read that post after he dropped out and I was like, oh, initially I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Everyone will get a thousand dollars. And I was thinking about it. I was like, whoa, everyone's going to get a thousand dollars. Does that mean you're going to have less ambition to go after, go after that big job? Or are you going to have less drive to do something? Or is it just going to be like, Hey, we get a thousand dollars and we could just, that's, Grocery money. I don't have to worry about groceries. You're going to have the select few that are going to say, I'm, I'm happy with 250 bucks a week and a thousand dollars a month. I can live with a thousand dollars a month. I, I don't know how people would do it, but, but then there's those people that are going to say, keep your fucking thousand dollars. I'm reaching for the stars and uh, you know, I, I want to be making buku bucks. Yeah. So what else do you, what else about 2020? I want these kids back in sports too. That's the other thing. No one more sports but, right now. Yeah, but like you said, town, every town's different. My 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 niece and nephew, they uh, they don't live too far from us, not about nine ten miles away, and they're still in school. So I mean, they're off now because of with the break because of Christmas. Mm-hmm. But they had their I don't know a couple of days off for Thanksgiving, but they were going they were in school. So I guess it all depends on the district and depends on the amount of cases that are in the district and how the district wants to handle it. I, 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 look, I hope that we go back. I'm praying we go back. I think the kids need to go back. They need that social aspect. Um, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It is. So what are your New Year's Eve plans, New Year's Day plans? Do you guys do it do you New Year's Day? Extravaganza? Uh, we do New Year's Eve extra, extravaganza. Yes, we do a uh, a huge extravaganza if we were home. <laughs> uh, I, you know, the, we don't know if we're going to make it here till then. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah, we shall see. <laughs> Dude, it's only day three or day two. <laughs> uh, it gets interesting by the day. Oh my god! That's what that that's why I loaded up on. Well, my my uh, sister in law's husband he drinks Jack, so uh, we got two massive bottles of jack and i and i bought a couple of bottles of bourbon uh, oh my. coffee tastes pretty good with bourbon in the morning <laughs> so does eggnog <laughs> it was it was funny i went to the supermarket with, with him yesterday we're buying a bunch of things uh because I, I made i made my chili last night and uh we were Did in you put the, the ghost uh, pepper in it or no 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 I because the kids the kids were reading it, yeah. but uh, they, him, my 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 sister in law's husband, he likes it spicy, and so does uh, his daughters. So we had a little thing of cayenne pepper that we were loading up. But uh, we were in the uh, in the milk section, and I asked him, I said, "Hey, you ever have eggnog?" And he goes, "No, what's that?" So there was this woman next to us. She's like, "I make it every year. It's been a, a recipe in our family for generations." She goes, it's fattening, but it's delicious. 
milk, heavy cream, whipped cream, <clears throat> whiskey, bourbon. I was like, oh, can I have the recipe? She wasn't handing it over. Wow, really? Yeah, it was pretty funny. But uh, it's good. A little, uh, little eggnog with uh, bourbon in the morning with your coffee. So the day starts off fresh, so to speak. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I've been work. I've been working these past these past three days. So, the phone. You were you were working while you were down there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you were working to get away, or you actually had to work remotely. <laughs> Air quotations remotely. Uh, no, I mean shit. Catching uh, catching up on files, uh, but uh, the one project I have is still going, and just nonstop. The project should have never started. There were too many the the engineering issues, lack of engineering. So. It, it was it was um, it was a bit challenging and it, it should have never projects should have never started and I get a million calls a day from the guy I have on site that, that that's doing the inspection to from the some of the authorities that are on site uh, or utilities they want to know what the hell's going on why isn't the contractor doing what he's supposed to be doing are they going to man up are they going to are they going to meet the deadline it's the contractor first time doing work for our client this fucking fly by the seat of their pants. I've been asking for a schedule since to started a project. I haven't got nothing. <laughs> Speak of not getting nothing. Um, did you, uh, oh, you did. That's right. You did get the plans, right? I did. I did. I did. Now we just got to decide if we want to act on them. <laughs> Dude, my, down here, my, so my sister-in-law's, my sister-in-law's mother-in-law, she bought two acre, a two acre lot for 115 grand. And she's going to build a, a, a five-bedroom house. And the boss wants to go down there? No, it's too hot down here. Fuck that, dude. July and August, is it's like you're living in a fucking oven. No thanks. So what, what would you do instead? Buy a lake house? I'm trying to find a happy medium. Like here, now, in the mornings. Oh, dude, it's fucking nice. That's where North Carolina comes in, I think. Honestly? Even, even during the day. It's it's 68 degrees with a little breeze. Oh, it's so nice. It's funny because I see people walking around with sweatshirts. <laughs> I'm in I'm in shorts and a short sleeve shirt. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, this is great weather, but I'm 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 hoping uh, um, New Year's Eve celebration. What we typically do because uh, that's the question you asked me, and we went off on a tangent. Yeah, <laughs> as usual. Uh, if we're home, uh, well, before kids, we used to go out and party. Restaurant, get a table of 10 friends, and we party till the balloons drop, and then we go home. Now that we have kids, it, it's, it's uh, when they were younger, we'd go to meet with friends, we'd hang out, dinner, but then get home before the ball drops. That's if the kids were, were still awake. Well, you know, my kids, my kids never go to sleep, so my kids were never the issue. So we'd stay till either stay till the ball dropped or we went home and my put my kids to bed and, and my wife and I stayed up to watch the ball drop and then brought in the new year with a bang. <laughs> I hate <it> now. <laughs> You're lucky she just walked in and out of that. Uh, luckily, fortunate enough, she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Probably a good thing that neither of them do. Um <laughs> So what about this year? If you come back, or, you, or I guess if you're down there, 
Are you going to do anything or you just hang out at the house? So just we, it's, it's a full house. I mean, it's, no. uh, uh, Are I'm, both I'm, sister-in-laws, yes. right? It's two sisters. Uh, yes. Yes. So, and we're all in one house. Yes. It's, it's yes. That's fine. Yes. It's so, um, we, we're probably just going to hang out make food, uh, drink. And, and I think we're going to go to the fireworks store and pick up some fireworks, fireworks oh, nice. store Don't. or tent or, uh, what I have here. Don't get the uh, cops called on you. <laughs> then my daughter will call the person a Karen. <laughs> I think no, I think over here it's it, they're pretty. They live in a cul-de-sac, which is nice. Neighbors seem cool. Neighbor, the freaking neighbor has a banana tree. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, holy shit, it is pretty cool. What do you guys do for New Year's Eve? I uh, usually so it's changed every year. We used to have a friend two years ago now three years ago who used to rent out the upstairs of uh, a bar in the area i think two years oh, ago I know what you're talking about. they stopped doing it for me that that all fell apart two years ago and last year we actually did something cool we went with one other couple we went up to the irish bar on on the highway nearby um, oh, oh, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we went there. I don't think they're doing it this year, but it was awesome. It was, I mean, it was how, cool. how, how, how can they? I don't think they can. No, I don't think they can. That bar. Oh, my God. Why don't, I always blank on their name. Um, I know. I, 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 Shannon Rose. Yeah, Shannon Rose. So they always, for every holiday, do something that involves kids. Like New Year's Eve, they do it on Irish time. So it's five or six hours. Um, they're five or six hours ahead of us. So they celebrate at like six Earlier. or seven o'clock. Oh, okay, cool. For the kids, oh, so they could, yeah, yeah. so it's always so they can fun. enjoy it. That's yeah. nice. And they always have, um, they have face painting, they have balloons, they they have a whole bunch of stuff, and then they have like um, uh, a raffle, a raffle and a uh, tricky tray, I think. So it's always like a bunch of stuff they do, and they do it for that. They do it for St. Patty's Day. They do it for Easter. They do a bunch oh, of different shit. holidays. They're the festivities on St. Patty's Day is going to be tremendous. Oh yeah. But they do like a kid's St. Patty's Day, like early and then get all the kids out. And then obviously, <laughs> they, yeah. so, but definitely a good place to go. We're not obviously not doing that this year. And last year, uh, one of our other close friends were coming back from overseas and we actually ran into them. We were coming back from that restaurant and their taxi was like, actually intersected us and we saw it and i go that's a yellow taxi from new york so there's only like a handful of people in, in our town who will be taking a yellow taxi on new year's eve so i was like and the way because our our street's right off of like your old street right off of that highway. highway yep so we turned right down and we and i saw them passing in front of me so we turned and followed them and went down your old street and then sure enough it was them so we were like hey welcome <laughs> home you know you want to come over have a drink and i'm sure the parents didn't want to but the kids obviously want to oh sure so we so this year we're probably going to do a small group i think i think three couples were going to get together and go to somebody's house it's the same so Six same, feet apart. Don't forget. Yeah, it's the same three couples. We've been hanging out throughout this whole thing, and we always like the kids all get together. They play awesome, and it's weird. Be I guess it's not too weird, but the dads are all really good friends, and the wives have become all really good friends. But one one parent, one one group, their daughter is actually a great older than my son and my younger guy, but they get along. I mean, the girl's amazing. There, she's absolutely like dynamite with the kids, almost like your oldest and middle. Like, you know, 
just plays tremendously with them. And it's funny, like we're the only, so we're two boys, the other couple's a boy and a girl, and the other one is two with the youngest girls, very young. And just to see the dynamics, like the two boys, my older son and uh, the other couple's older son, they're like tied at the hip. So they're always together. That's but awesome. then like they all play very well together and it's good. It's nice to see. Um, so we're going to go there. We'll probably, you know, hang out. I think they typically make it to like 10, 11 o'clock. They're ex- typically excited for New Year's Eve because it's the one day a year we let them stay up a little bit later. Oh, so it's not well, yeah, can, past can 9 they? o'clock. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mikey, they make it? Uh, the younger guy, not so much. The older guy pushes it. It'll get close. Probably around 11, we'll, we'll come back. Well, I think it's possible if they're around their friends and they're hanging out and doing things. But then you get to that point where, uh, you know, crankiness starts to set in. Oh, yeah. You know? And some of the kids are fits and yeah, my kids are yeah, yeah. Uh, typically they're my kids. So <laughs> then you get embarrassed as a parent and you're like, all right, time to go. So, yeah, let's go grab your yeah. shit. And we're going. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Sorry. Uh, we got to go. Dude, do we owe you anything? Do we? <laughs> How about I Venmo you? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Um, so I think that's 2020 in the books. Let's, yes, thank God. So Ooh. to round out 2020. Well, I mean, uh, do we do we pause for our? Um, what were you gonna say? I, I, I rudely interrupted once again. No, it's all right. We're I was just going I'm down such the same a path terrible co host. Same path as you is where, you know, to round out 2020, we're of course going to do a bourbon review. And before we do the bourbon review, do we have a dad lesson? Yes. I think yeah. we missed it last, last week. <laughs> well, it's our dad lesson this week. Don't talk politics during the fucking holidays. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. So that's, that's, that's ultimately my, my, my advice is don't talk politics during the holidays, but on Thanksgiving, if you don't want to see a particular family during the holiday, then maybe you want to poke the bear and, and talk politics, get them all pissed off and riled up. <laughs> uh, right. um, so let's pause here and we can do our bourbon tasting and we'll be back in a couple minutes. Yes, we all shall right. be back. We'll return. Don't miss us. All right, everybody. And we are back as promised. This is our bourbon tasting session. What seemed like seconds for you was hours for us. We like to really dig into and, and uh, really perfect our, uh, our bourbon tasting. <laughs> we are uh, pro- professionals. So tonight we are tasting Woodenville Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, the alcohol classification is a straight bourbon whiskey. The distillery is Woodenville Whiskey Company. Proof is 80, it's actually 90 proof, 45% alcohol by volume. Who wrote these notes? I don't know, some fucking tool bag. <laughs> Sipping his bourbon. <laughs> uh, it is a small batch. The age is unknown. The mash bill, uh, although we don't know the percentage, we know it's 51% corn. Uh, that's a given to be classified as a bourbon. And it also has rye and malted barley. Awards, they won the 2020 Best Straight Bourbon and Double Gold San Francisco World Spirits Competition Award. Uh, in 2016, they won the Craft 
Whiskey of the Year American Distilling Institute Craft Spirits Award. Notes on this uh, Woodenville bottle of bourbon. This truly small batch bourbon starts with traditionally grown corn, rye, and malted barley. All of our staple grains are cultivated exclusively for us on the Omelin family farm in Quincy, Washington. So this is, this is from Quincy, Washington. It's not a Kentucky bourbon. Uh, the grains are mashed, distilled, and barreled in our Woodenville distillery, then trucked back over the Cascade Mountains to our private barrel houses, where central Washington's extreme temperature cycles promote the extraction of natural flavors from the oak prior to being coopered. I don't know what the hell that means, but it's coopered. Uh, the barrel, uh, prior to being coopered, the barrel wood is seasoned in open air, rain, wind, sun, and snow for 18 months, softening the wood's harsh tannins. The barrels are then slowly toasted and heavily charred to further enrich the wood's desirable flavors. This meticulous process yields a truly handcrafted spirit with aromas of creme brulee and spice cabinet, as well as notes of rich caramel, dark chocolate, and vanilla bean on the palate with a sweet, lingering finish. So just so you know, Sal, Cooper means to make or repair a cask or barrel. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. As I go on, color is caramel. Price point, $35 to $50, depending on where you are. Uh, nose and aroma. I got, for some reason, I got a whiff of apricots before. And, and definitely smell the oak. But now getting a little bit of a vanilla. Sorry, guys, we should have. I like to, 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 to continue sniffing my bourbon. Uh, so, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, so vanilla, vanilla, little undertone of the oak and the smell. Um, tasting, tasting is not a slight, slight, slight burn, um, but um, it's an easy sipper. There's a little bit of a, 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 an oak uh, flavor at the end. Uh, finish, uh, it's, a burn, it's a burn at the lips. It, it's a smooth finish. Um, checked out. Who checked out? I said you should get that checked out, the burn on your lips. <laughs> I already did. The doctor said it's nothing. Uh, overall, um, overall, good tasting bourbon. I, it wouldn't be my go-to. I would have this on the shelf. Uh, uh, you know, every sh I'd leave it on the shelf and offer it to, to people that came to the house. It's um, it's 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 okay. All right, let me not, do mine. So it's not great. A... It's okay. But Rob, please tell me about your your experience with the Woodenville. Thank, thanks for asking me for my I opinion. So. <laughs> so I think that smell. I didn't pick up the oak. I picked up the spices originally, and then I did the empty glass trick. So if you don't know, on the last podcast we talked about this: is you drink your glass down, you you leave it dry, you let it let it sit dry, and then start smelling it. it. May sound weird, but you'll pick up hints of other things that you didn't pick up originally. And for that, I picked up oak. So I definitely smell the spices and uh, the oakiness. And then from a tasting perspective. 
taste is smooth. There's a small burn, not on my lips, but just I can't even say in your throat. In my in throat. Your throat. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you definitely get the spice, a little warmth and vanilla, but I think the the finish is is nice and smooth. I think it's a nice smooth. Um, all in all, I agree with Sal. It's a it's a decent bourbon. I like it. It wouldn't be my go-to. And for that reason, am I going first or? Uh, you can go first. I can go first. All right. So for that reason, I will give it oh, probably a, let's go a five barrel. Oh, you got a five barrel. All right. So other than the nice bottle, it's got a nice bottle on a nice cork. Um, it wouldn't be my go-to. It's an okay bourbon. Um, I'm going to give it a five and a half, 5.5 barrel. That's two weeks and, in a yeah, row. I, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, head over heels about it. It is, it is okay. Um, it's not, I wouldn't not give this bottle to someone cause I didn't like it. I, I would continue to drink it, but that's, that's mine. The, the five yeah. I think it's, barrel. it's what you expected though. It's not over the top. It's not bad. It's, it's good and for the price. If you can get it for 35, $40, it's worth it. It's yeah. definitely worth it. Yes. Um, I wouldn't pay 50 for it. There's other bourbons that I prefer at the $50 price point. But then again, it's it's a decent bourbon. Um, so from that point of view, Mr. Sal. That this gets- wraps up our 2020 season of podcast. Uh, to all our faithful listeners, I want to say from Rob and I, a big thank you. You guys are awesome. You continue to listen to us. You continue to download our episodes Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, We've already uh, did a brainstorming session for season two. Rob and I are both excited for season two. We got a lot more stuff coming at you. Uh, Please, you know, we ask you kindly uh, leave us some feedback on any one of the uh, social media platforms that we're on, either Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, also uh, any of the podcast uh, podcasting hosting sites such as Apple, Spotify, uh, Stitcher. Holy shit, there's so many. Google. What am, come on, Rob, help me out here. <laughs> I had a whole list. I don't have it in front of me. But whichever whichever platform you're listening to us on, I, ple- I ask you guys, please uh, please shoot us either a thumbs up or give us a, pre- uh, a quick uh, review, some feedback. Tell us things that you like or you dislike. And, and we'll try to make you guys happy. Uh, Rob and I are having such a great time doing this podcast and I look forward to continuing this, uh, you know, in many, 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 many years. Uh, we, me, I wish you and your families a uh, healthy and a happy holiday and a better 2021. Agreed. I, damn, 2021 better be better. Smash the subscribe button. Follow us on Stitcher. What is it? Um, Spotify. Everything that salary rattled off, and we look forward to a 2021 season two of the Rad Dads podcast. And possibly, maybe I'll tease this. Maybe there'll be some more blogging content. I don't know. I might go crazy, a little crazy with myself. But definitely, there is a another blog coming out about cutting the cord. As ta- Sal has already teased, nice of him to do that for me. Since I've been working on it for a month, but hopefully, I'll get it out in the next couple of weeks um, that I'm off from from work. So. Until Stay next tuned. year. Yes, until next year. Absolutely. That's it. 2020 All right. That's done. a wrap. Later. Happy New Year. <laughs>